0: What's up, everybody? This is Fury and Cloud, and with me as always is KTC Esquire. Hey. And welcome to another episode of the Game of Zeros podcast, brought to you by the KTCMTM Experience. Their debut album will be launching Christmas Day 2019. There'll be more on that later in the episode. Before we get into everything, I want to thank T-Bone. He had Katie and I on his show last week. He does a YouTube live video every week. He was nice enough to have us on there. So I'm going to include the link to the video in the description. So if you have some time, definitely go and check that out. And thanks again to T-Bone for having us on. I know at the end of last week's episode, I said that we were going to have Magic DJ from Blades of Legendary on, but unfortunately that's not going to happen. We had some scheduling issues, but we're hoping to have him on next episode. He actually messaged me today and we think we can get it done, so I'll definitely keep everybody posted on that. But to try to make up for it, MTM is back and he's got some cool things going on that I wanted everybody to hear about. So MTM, go ahead and tell him what you've been working on.
1: Well, so I've been doing some writing for the network app. Uh, I have an article up right now about very, very basic deck building and another one discussing quests. So if people use the network app, maybe you should go check those out. I'm hoping to have articles on there more regularly in the future.
0: Yeah, definitely go and check those out. I'll include the individual links to each article in the podcast description. So this episode, we're going to talk about quests, this week's the Doom Desert event deck, and legendary skins. Uh, These two are both excited to discuss that. But before we do, congratulations to Princessa Arya Sol from The Three Musketeers. She was this week's giveaway winner.
2: (laughs) I think that today probably the hot topic would be quests. They're an interesting concept, but if you have the event deck, the only difference is that it's additional grind. All of the quests are things that we would be doing anyway. Kill bosses, you do the map. I did not think that the quests were particularly challenging in sort of the micro level in the sense of beating a solo boss is something that I think everyone can do. At a macro level, though, it's extremely grindy in the sense that I didn't finish all of the quests. I did finish the collection, but I didn't get anywhere close to the amount of solo boss that I needed to kill in order to get the maximum number of quest tokens. In WB, we probably kill more guild bosses than in other places, and I didn't get anywhere close to the amount of maximum guild bosses that are included in the quest piece of this. I think that there are some implementation problems. You know, that being said, I want to give Network some props. I'd say the first thing is good for doing something new because right now the game continues to be extremely boring. Also, the, what I hope happens is unlike some new ideas that Network implements, don't just just immediately abandon it because the feedback is bad. Instead, look to what people don't like about the quest and adjust accordingly. For example, I think that the best thing that you could probably do is just flip the order of the collection. Because at the moment, what's happening is some of the runes that you need to potentially get a master collection, get an ultra forge, are so far buried in the collection that you're not getting them at best until the last day. But it also means that in order to actually finish the quest, you don't actually have any of the cards. And so, as a result, I think that this can be an extremely frustrating experience for players. I'll also say that the ratios are off, so instead of having 360 be associated with just having an Ultra Rare, you should instead have it based upon some effort so that that quests are not just seen as just another money grab by Network. At the moment, I would say that that would be my reaction. There's a paywall in the sense of in order to finish some of these quests, you need to have the event deck, and you're literally rewarded for the event deck by having it and getting more quest tokens. Show me the money!
1: I was definitely not a fan of the uh, build the event deck quest. We have had things where it's like, oh, if you have the support and the main, or the support and the main and the ultra rare, you get something. And so it's not totally unprecedented but when you combine it with that whole structure it does just it looks so bad especially the first day when you don't know how many points they're going to be available a lot of the quests are still hidden and it's like oh here's this quest worth massively more than everything else i don't even feel like it's really helping new players learn how to do that because if you don't know this game at all making those heroes the whole rune thing and then making an ultimate form is kind of complicated and the other parts gave you at least some guidance of what these things were like if you will look at the pop-ups it had a little sort of tutorial thing that one it didn't really serve the purpose of helping new players understand this it also just really made it look like the way to succeed at this new format is to purchase the event deck which it's not technically impossible to get all of the rewards without the event deck it's extremely hard you probably need the last ultimate form. But I have seen people successfully do it if they're in a top guild that can do all these bosses and they grind forever. It's really challenging for them to get those collections in such a way. I'm not going to defend the rewards in the last one. They were too difficult. But they've had a lot of problems with trying to balance that because if people can't get the whole thing. They don't like it. If people uh, finish it too quickly, they don't like it. If the higher goals are extremely difficult, they want better rewards. But if there are better rewards there, then people are like, hey, we're locked out of those rewards. So last year, there was a period where they kind Of tried increasing the size by like four items and they weren't really good but if you were playing a lot or you were more powerful you would end up getting them people were pretty upset about that because they weren't worth the grind so then they moved better stuff down there and then it was like well these are almost impossible to get for us so i think there's always going to be a balance that they have to strike between people who want to be able to continue completing all their quests and getting points for them and continue to be rewarded for that versus people that aren't going to enjoy it if it feels like finishing the collection is wild out of reach. And one thing that would probably help would be expanding the free-to-play rewards. The VIP awards did add a lot, and that's great, but we have been asking for, you know, an event store update and thing for a very long time. We have hundreds of heroes. If you look at a newer player's inventory, it's just littered with great heroes that they can't use, or niche heroes that there's no chance they're ever going to spend the coins to evolve. It's going to be a balancing act. People are never going to be happy entirely, either way. One thing that the quest did miss for me was, I was hoping for more of the, like, complicated challenges. Doing the ultimate missions, that was something Think pretty much anyone could do with using Nighthawk and Starcaller Commando. Depending on what, exactly what you had, it was pretty complicated. But if you put in like half an hour to beat the thing down, you could do them. I like a challenge like that where it requires you understand the game and as opposed to the ones that were just do these bosses forever and ever. And I think there's a lot of space for that throughout the game to make old content more interesting by like making it type rewarded rather than type restricted. You know, the Spire is type restricted and people don't like it because you just get totally roadblocked. But if you've got more, Reward if you used specific types of heroes or did it in
2: some more complicated way, then that might be something that people enjoy. What do
0: you both think about this week's event deck, the Doomed Desert?
2: It's the green form of the Bio Blitzer deck. It even synergizes in the same way that Bio Blitzer deck did, in the sense that Hell produces power gems based upon the amount of power gem four is on the board. You have the Giants, which do exactly the same thing. So the only thing that's really different is it does not synergize at all with the previous Ultra Ford. That's an on-hit deck, so it's only really going to create power gems and not really that many of them in the event that you've been hit. So that sort of changes the turn count. But I will say that the Bio Blitzer deck was really fast. It, do you think it has some usability after the event? It's like a relatively good deck for a VIP deck, I guess, in the sense that most VIP decks you see are like relatively underpowered. Here you see a deck that will definitely be good for the event, but also I think could be pretty good for outside the event. I also don't think that it's a deck that requires you to have multiple master collections are multiple ultra rares. Frankly, I think the master collection and the ultra forge, if you had one of each, that's like definitely going to get you pretty far for a while. There are some usability for this in GVG, but it really needs a very specific set of cards, so I don't want to oversell that.
1: I really like it as a deck for people that don't necessarily buy full decks, but you know, they try to get what they can. It's quite nice because the individual pieces are useful, even the main is pretty useful. And we have another seer hero. The sport is a seer, so it's going to be a really 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 good heal. So that's fun. Yeah, just any piece that you get of it is nice. I agree it's got a lot of reuse because what I tend to look for for reusable cards is something that can push damage beyond a full board of power gems because there's a lot of ways to get a full board of power gems. There aren't a lot of ways to move past that, especially in Gen 3 where they've cut the 80k% boosts a lot. So something like this where you do the extra attack at the end really jumps you past it.
2: So one other thing that I wanted to talk about which is coming according to the Legendary Roadmap are skins. Skins are purely nonsense which is okay. Sometimes we need nonsense in the game. And so I thought we could do an amazing segment on dream skins.
0: Dream skins.
2: Anyone who knows me knows that there are two cards in particular that I have such an affinity for both of which I hope get their own set of skins. The first First, and is an old card and unfortunately just became obsolete in my GVG deck is Golgoroth. There is nothing better than toads. Terrible warty toads that have counterattack. So Golgoroth is king. Second and equally as good card is Lipidem. Lipidem is all things you want in a card. He's fat. He's hideous. But he's wearing some sort of golden bikini, which is amazing. And there's so many ways you can go about skins with Lipidem. You could have different color bikinis for him. You could have really cool additional things to His wheelchair. You could have the videos that the VCR that's stuck in his fat or is projecting. So many infinite Lipidem possibilities. And so my dream skins are Golgoroth and Lipidem. I think
1: those might be nightmare skins. Welcome to my nightmare. I feel like I don't have as strong a feeling about this as you do for Lipidem. And Golgoroth. The trouble is I'd kind of like it to be something that I would use as a hero regularly, that people can see it and enjoy it, but also give me honor points. Yeah, no, I actually, what I really want is just the little fennec and little bunny ears. Yeah, I have not really thought about this, but also there's something like other than Lipidem and the Toad, apparently. There aren't a lot of heroes that have like much of a lasting impact. Ooh, ooh, okay. A skin for every single hero in the game that is just giant chibi eyes.
2: Also, please write in to us about what your dream skins are so that we can suggest them to the developers. I know that everyone has an affection to a card similar to my love for Golgoroth and Lipidem. So let us know which cards you most most about in what kind of skin you would
0: like to see for it
1: also if you have a crude drawing that you'd like to include in your email fury and that would be ideal
0: please don't because if you do we're all gonna have to suffer through more of this
2: wisp skins god help us